Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's been a long while. I do apologize. This is uh, BOP Gaming. My name is Killer Whisk. Here we're outlandish as well. Um, I'm the only one working at this point currently. So I've been in and out going back and forth trying to make ends meet because of this damn virus and how they are holding down the damn public and restriction in the sense of workers and all that jazz. And the, the fact that not really major news has been happening in the previous weeks until this week. We will break it down. Join us for this episode. We're going to be talking about the PlayStation 5 and the rumors. The Xbox 360, uh, the Xbox 360, look at me going way back. The Xbox Series X and its deets and the games that has been shown off and what are we looking for. The rumors, predictions. It, we're going off this week um, and it's going to be crazy. This is worthwhile versus if I were to give you a, an episode, it ends up being just to news and us making up stuff. We don't want that. We want to give you some breaking and breaking news per se in our opinions and our predictions. So, stay tuned. This is Outlandish and as I know, we've been out for a while. So I do sorry for the delay. We actually been busy just recently got back into work after you know with the whole COVID-19 situation happening of course with everything going on and you know not much is happening in the game in the game section because you know with everything going on not much news has been happening but lately a lot of stuff has been happening we finally got some time so me and Killer Whisk will be able to get on to back on our schedule and get our news out there which will be great I already have some great topics online. It's going to be awesome. I'm hoping you guys will enjoy it too. Can't wait to have this fun. It's going to be awesome. And glad to be back. My prediction is this. For the PS5 launch title, Final Fantasy VII Remake Part 2 will be a launch title. That's my prediction, and I'm sticking with it. Because why not? Why not? Um, I I th- still think PS5 will be released in the holiday in 2020. I don't think this was a uh, uh, a worse impact for manufacturers. They they're gonna they're gonna be working their magic. I think the PlayStation 5 will come out this year. But I predict Final Fantasy VII the remake will be a launch title for the PlayStation 5, and the reason being is. The remake, um, and I'm damn near close to beating it, but um, it has a lot of positive uh, reviews. And in order for the Final Fantasy VII, you know, uh, train to keep chewing, they need to be consistent with their um, their development um, to keep our attentions. Uh, how do I say this? To keep our attentions focused. I guess. And the graphics already in the PlayStation 4 is ridiculous. Now imagine souped up for the PlayStation 5. Of course, being backwards compatible for the PlayStation 4. Um, but 
I personally think that would be the case to sell a lot of units. Those that are hip to Final Fantasy VII and the remake will chase for the PlayStation 5. Um, they did announce some remasters of old games. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater. Uh, Outlandish will be talking about that. Um, but, like, you know, I, I personally think it's going to happen. And I hope they, I hope, I pray, because I don't want to wait three years for a part two. That's stupid. And it'll be easier for them now. Since there's no issues for the combat system, no issues for the layout of the graphics, there is tidbits that, you know, a little bit of annoyances, but I'll get into that in, in the future. But I personally think this is it. They, they, they could, and that would be mind-blowing, and then just have, like, another God of War on top of it. Oh, my God. Oh, that would be great. I'm just, that's my prediction. Final Fantasy VII Remake Part Two launch title, PlayStation 5, holiday season. I bet you. I hope. I hope. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know why I said that. I just felt like I wanted to. It is Killer Whisk, man. BOP Gaming. Man, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Modern Warfare, Infinity Ward, or pretty much what's left of it, um, they did the most unique thing possible. It sent the banhammer on cheaters... And instead of like outright permanently banning them, they went ahead and put them together to game. And by that, I mean reported by IGN, Infinity Ward, <laughs> with Call of Duty Modern Warfare, pit those that were cheating and were banned or temporarily banned. They're now matched up with each other to have fun, see who's the best cheater wins type deal. And I will say that is that is a very, very unique take on dealing with cheaters, okay? Because um, it's been getting out of hand, and a lot of people were talking about how um, the aimbots on the PC, the settings on the PC, it's all, they could take advantage. The precision is very, 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 very accurate. Um, and now with this, this is kind of hilarious, and they all could deal with it at the same time. Um, people were so pissed off on the PS4 platform and I'm going to dive a little bit deep here. They wanted to try to find a way to uh, disable the crossplay um, function on Call of Duty Modern Warfare. And I think it's actually dived into the PlayStation account through the Call of Duty. And you can uh, take that off. It's not really easy to do. Um, but because they, the PS4 has the option to do that, Microsoft and PC, that's all baked in. You can't. There's no way to turn it off. Whereas this, uh, because PS4 uh, decided to work with them, they it's an option for them. So it's not really something that they could, uh, um, they're mandated to do it. But it's not easy to turn it off. That was one of the workarounds to go about um, not dealing with cheaters. Because it was primarily PC gamers. And you would think PC gamers are just, you know, they could be more skilled per se. I don't, I don't get, I don't get it. I, I never seen the difference. I never felt the difference, but I haven't played it that, 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 that much. You know, Final Fantasy VII Remake has been taking my, uh, my time and then responsibilities and being a 31 and a half years old man. So, you know, yeah. So, um, come on, think of, you know, just give it to Infinity Ward. This is a unique way of dealing with cheaters, not just banning them and calling it a day and reducing the retention of the players that's playing, but take whatever they're doing, say they're cheaters and match make them with other cheaters. That's hilarious. So get ready for these forums, reddits, and comments on Twitter about how pissed off they are because they went ahead and cheat and now they can't play a fair game because everybody else is cheating. That's going to be hilarious. 
question is, how are they going to redeem themselves? That's the issue. How could they redeem themselves out of this? Now, that's something to think about. Happy 2022, people. BOP Gaming here. Killer Whisk, Outlandish. Two of the bro pairs for gaming news, news rants, and IOOs. And what we do is feature weekly podcasts from 7.30 p.m. to whenever we stop. It's probably until 9.30 p.m. All visuals on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and the like. But here's the deal. I use Anchor because Anchor is a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing your podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free and ridiculously easy to use. And now Anchor can match you with great sponsors who want to advertise on your podcast. That means you can get paid to podcast right away. And the fact that's what I'm doing right now by reading this. So if you don't like to see us, then you can go ahead and hear us. Put it up to Anchor, you're uploading to all the podcasts. We're talking Spotify especially. We're talking every other podcast available. Audio is right then and there. And we're also on visuals too, on the videos as well. Make sure you check us out, BOP Gaming again. If you want to get started, go to anchor.fm slash start. Again, that is anchor.fm slash start to get that situated, make that money, and advertise the audio podcast that you always, always wanted to do. The tier system of the PlayStation 5, it has been rumored that PlayStation, well, Sony, will be introducing two separate PS5s. And to be completely honest with you, I guess that is the move because they go from one, uh, one system and make it a slim uh everybody's used to tier models like the iphones and the um not even androids but i guess some of them might have might be yeah but mainly is apple and then you got the uh you know the um, xbox one xbox one x and the xbox one without the disc drive so i would think sony would dive into that so i don't i don't necessarily like that I like the traditional console, but maybe I'm becoming an old dude. So let's get with the new times with different models of the same thing. But here's the problem. The rumors showed that the actual base model will be $540. Odd number. So it might be $499. I hope not. Um, and the other model, the premier model, would end up being $600. Or $650, as rumored. I think that was the figure, $650. So here's the thing. And the major difference between both, again, that was rumored, is the solid-state drive space. And it's not that much different. I think the original was 800 gigs. And the that's the basic. And the Pro would be 1.6. So again, these numbers are obviously odd. You know, it's usually one terabyte. 2 terabyte, 3 terabyte, and you can always get an external drive that is double that, but you got to understand it is a solid state drive and I don't think the PlayStation 5 will allow just any solid state drive to be compatible with the PlayStation 5 because how they how the PlayStation 5 is um using this drive is very unique. That's that's what I'm that's what I think. That's my assumption. That's um it they could allow you to use another external solid-state drive to save games, but as far as running them, um, running off of the drive, and you know what, to, to be honest with you, you can't even do that with the PlayStation uh, 4 with external drives anyway. So, yeah, I think it could. They could 
allow you to just use the solid state drive. I'm so used to hard disk drives that you can get them that it was a no brainer for them to introduce it, but be, to introduce an external drive as a hard disk drive. But now with the solid state drives being a norm with this current generation, I think it would be a hiccup for Sony. Um, maybe Xbox might introduce it. Who knows? But that's something again. Uh, we'll we'll find that out. But the pricing on this is 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 terrible. I will say it's terrible. But it's a rumor. We don't know. And the numbers are odd. You know, from six fifty to five hundred and forty. I think maybe the basic model of the maybe one terabyte solid state drive would be four ninety nine. That's a bit high. That is really high for a basic model. And then those that want a higher model, two terabyte solid disk solid state drive, it would be six ninety nine. I wouldn't say that's a prediction. I just feel they they could do that. It would shoot themselves in the foot for six ninety nine. But I think that would be somewhat of a limited offer if they were to do that. So they could iron it out. So they could make their money. Engaged an audience that would love to have bigger space, but still sell like hotcakes with somewhat of a loss. Um, with the four ninety nine one terabyte solid state drive, because solid state drives are not easy to make. That's why they are higher. And for those that don't understand what a hard disk drive versus a solid state drive, consider a solid state drive like a flash drive, like a little memory memory card you put in. Uh, for extra storage on the phone. That's pretty much what that is. A hard disk drive is mechanical parts, a disk that runs. So that's when you power on something, you can hear it run in the background. A PS4, uh, Xbox 360, you can hear the drive run. That is the uh, hard disk drive. And once that mechanical part fails, it's hard to replace and goodbye to your data. Whereas a solid state drive is more or less like memory and it turns on and off, just like you know, a car and an EV car. I'm trying my best to give you an idea of what hard disk drive and solid state drive is. Solid state drive is easier for developers to reach into the memory because it's instant. It's not something that powers on or depends on the cooling system and depends on the temperature of the of the, the system itself to efficiently run. It's literally on like a light switch versus hard disk drives. So but hard disk drives have been out for years. That's why it is a cheaper option. But now with developers and hardcore graphics in the space, it's getting to the point that like they need to make things happen. So a solid state drive will be the new norm for consoles. And who knows, but it might be a new norm for things moving forward. We are used to it with the iPhones. Uh, people are still kind of used to it with the Androids. They they get you know they can switch up memory here and there, but. I think this is what's going to happen. Hopefully, this is something that you can, ex, ex, you know, um, extend, uh, uh, expand, or extend whatever term you want to use um, to upgrade your own SSD drive. We don't know that. Again, that's just something that's in the air at this point. But the price points, I get it. If it's a one terabyte solid state drive, four nine 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 is. I hope that's the price. It can't be five fifty. That's that's reaching at that point. I think that they're reaching. They have to take some form of a loss. There was already rumors that it cost them four hundred and sixty dollars to make a PS five. So for them to even put it in as a three nine nine with a one terabyte solid state drive, they're going to be losing money and it's going to be hard to recover. 
So that's why I feel that 499 solid state drive, one terabyte, or a 699 two terabyte solid state drive. Maybe they might put something else on the premium aspect of it to make it differ, to make it a little bit tastier for the big, big model. But for a solid state drive, two terabyte, for for a PlayStation Five for 699, that's a bit high. But I wouldn't blame them because it would cost even more to make for for that component instead of 460. It was it for 460 or 480 that they cost. It might end up being 510 because it's a bigger space. But, you know that I, I again. This is all coming from my dome. Um, this is something that I I like to just think out loud and see if it, if it manifests itself. I'm usually right when it comes to that. That's completely honest with you. You can look up the uh, the podcast episodes and see my little predictions. Somehow, some way, it did come true. From the GameStop demise to the uh, Anthem death blow i guess as predicted i literally looked at the trailer i was like that's gonna fail it completely failed it's an absent it's gone like who who, who would have thought about it you know like come on but uh anywho take this with a grain of salt it's just me and my opinions and just referencing what we've seen so far two consoles one basic one premium two different price tags from 540 to 650 i think 499 699 one terabyte versus two terabyte solid state drives if I become right, this will be hilarious and you would think I'm an insider. But I'll be proud for 10 seconds to know that I'm absolutely correct. But then I'm going to be like, damn, that kind of sucks. But I get it. Who knows? We'll see. Well, some other expected news came out. Um, As you guys heard, it was just announced that they're actually releasing remasters of Tony Hawk 1 and 2. Which is, <laughs> yeah, this came out of nowhere. Uh, it's got you guys should know Tony Hawk, one and two were one of like the best skateboarding games back on the PS One era. It actually, I was actually one of the people who actually was playing, and I'm not the biggest fan of sports titles, and I actually was enjoying that game, and I was enjoying the first two games on the PS One. Play, I know I played a ton of it. And what's awesome is was announced first it was announced by Tony Hawk himself through Twitter. And then of course Activision said it themselves too afterwards that we are going to be getting a remaster of Tony Hawk one and two, both on the same same com- complination of the game. And it's gonna be out for PS4, Xbox One, and PC. I just think it's awesome for what they showed. Ooh, it looks cool. It looks really nice. It definitely got the remaster that was... Ooh, the remaster of this game was really, really good. So it looks good. They're going to have all the original maps, the skaters, and all the songs. Ugh, so many good songs that game has. It was around the time when I was, like, really into that, like, pop-punk stuff and all that. And it's going to have all those songs back, which is which is fantastic. And, of course... The maps are redesigned, so it looks a lot better. The skaters look more redesigned, so they look better. And I'm assuming the songs will be more HD and all that, because, you know, the original recordings and everything. And it's going to have online multiplayer, which is a very good thing. I think that is a good thing to add to this game, you know. For nowadays, you know, people always like playing online. So playing online with people, I think, would be a fantastic game idea for this type of game. And of course, you know, with everything going on, it's going to have a create a skater, which is good. You'll be able to create the kind of skater you want to be. And you can also create 
a skate park, which you can share online, which, you know, a ton of other games are doing that nowadays. So it would make no sense if they didn't do that. So happy that they're adding that into that feature, too. And, of course, they're going to have moves and stuff that you was able to do in the other Tony Hawk games. They're going to add it into this one. So things like, you know, lip tricks, wall plants, um, reverts, they add all that into the game, which is, you know, it's good to make it more fluid. Um, my main thing is I just love the whole nostalgia thing. Like, you know, when they released the Insane Trilogy for Crash, when they when they when they re-released all three games of the Spyro games. I like what they're doing with the older games and giving it a remaster, adding new things to it, making it look a lot more prettier. So it's actually a good idea that they are doing this. And it literally came out of nowhere like i was not even expecting something like this i didn't think this was gonna be this was the last thing i thought they would do i thought the whole tony hawk series died because pretty much the last few games have been awful so i was just like eh, it's probably dead but no they just did this so hopefully you know if they do sell well with this then maybe this might you know give a, re- re- a revitalization of the series and make it better and not make it anything like tony hawk five which was an awful mess the good the good thing is we don't have to wait too long for the game it's actually going to be coming now september 4th of this year so a nice little treat for us for the early fall which you know i'm excited for when this comes out Some little news here and there that I couldn't really do in the own segment, so I'm putting it all in one, and it's all about Sony. First thing I want to talk about is they wanted to make clear this was just announced because recently the Sony has released their statistics and all that about, you know, how much they've been selling and all that, their forecast. And they have mentioned that even though the, with the whole COVID situation going on right now, they are still planning on releasing the PS5 for this holiday season. That is a good thing, you know, because, you know, people were worried that, you know, is it going to be delayed? I mean, you can't blame them because, you know, with everything going on, everything has been either getting delayed, has been getting canceled, or has been, you know, just simply changed. And so, you know, we, uh, we, we people was worrying, like, oh, is the new system that's supposed to come out this year are going to come out this year? But it seems like so far, you know, anything could change. I mean, we're still only in May that they're on track of releasing the PS5 next um on this holiday season they said literally the only issues that they are having is some of the play testing situations and all that which because you know usually have to travel and all that type of thing you can't exactly travel when it's on a nationwide ban right now so pretty much you have to so they have to figure out things but most of their work they're doing is at home you know on the safety so we'll see how that works and that will lead to also was announced that their new play Play at, play at home, you know, their new section is like a Nintendo Direct. They're releasing a new one come tomorrow, but it's only going to be 18 minutes long, and it's only going to be about one game, Tosa Sh- Ghosts of Tsushima, which is another PS4 exclusive, comes out in July. Looks really good. Not much was talked about the game as of late. I mean, there was some, like, you know, trailers that came out and stuff like that. I mean, we know of the game and all that. It looks pretty from what I saw, but nothing has been, like, in-depth, like, you know, in other games, like, you know, Last of Us 2, Part 2, and things like that. So, we'll see what they're going to show. They're probably, I'm sure they're going to show some gameplay, maybe a boss battle. 
maybe some more of the characterizations or maybe some more things that's going to come up with this game which i'm actually pretty excited about it looks pretty awesome i wonder how is it going to play it's going to be kind of like a demon well i guess a demon souls clone or is it going to be something like different it's going to be a lot more god of war-esque um it seems like it's gonna be more action-based but i'm actually pretty happy about it and i will be checking that out to see how that how the gameplay is and you know there's gonna be some newsworthy about that Another thing that was also announced, it just came out of nowhere too, was the Iron Man VR game, which is a huge game for the VR. It's been, it's been you know, talked about for a while. Then it was delayed around the same time that Last of Us 2 was delayed and said it was indefinite delay due to the, you know, the pandemic situation right now. But it was just announced that it will be coming out July 3rd which is not that far from its original due date which was going to be in May this month so give it a couple of months which was good and hopefully this will be a nice game for the VR you know a lot more choices for the VR there's already some good games and having the Iron Man I know that's going to be exciting it's going to be awesome for my nephews so they're going to love that game and then of course Sony being Sony they announced that they're doing a new PlayStation Studios, which is just pretty much, you know, having their own in-house studio, just like how Microsoft announced that, you know, a year ago with the, all their 18 companies. In there. And this one, um, pretty much what's going to be is going to be called PlayStation Studios. And what's going to be included is Naughty Dog, Insomniac Games and Santa Monica Studios. Of course, I'm sure there'll be more in there. But so far, that's what they have. They're trying to be similar to what Microsoft, when they call, you know, Xbox Game Studios. Branding will be important, and it's going to start having their branding logos on those type of games. And, of course, others, once Sony announces more exclusive first-party studios, starting from, like, the PS5 and on. They won't... The new Last of Us game will not have that branding, and neither will the Ghost of Tsushima because it's a little far far away from that. So for now, it's got, they're going to do it from, like, the PS5 games and on, which I think is a good idea, a nice new brand move. Get, get excited about Sony because it seems like Sony hasn't been changing much in the brand names anyway. So something like this is a good move for Sony, in my opinion. So it just seems like, you know, Sony is going in the right direction, as you know, we're we also discussing about all the technical, there's been new things that have been coming out about the PS5, which will be discussed in, you know, in other podcast forms. So it's, I'm just, I can't wait for Sony. I'm excited for them. As you guys have heard, of course, this was announced, you know, back in the early day. E3 was canceled due to, you know, the whole pandemic going on right now. But um, different companies have been announcing, you know, certain companies have been announcing that they'll be doing their own digital events. And so far, there's been some announcements on some events that are coming out. And, you know, just want to go down the list and tell you guys so you'll be you know keeping ear out for things and these are just some of the lists right now not everything has been announced yet there are certain companies that hasn't announced anything and certain companies are not going to do anything at all so right now this is what we have the one of the big major ones which 
came out of nowhere and it's going to be lasting for a long time for pretty much the whole summer it's called summer game fest by you know jeffrey keely you know one of the huge guys who's always been the announcer for all these games for e3 and all that type of stuff right now he is announcing he's going to show lots of live streams, lots of game demos, and lots of new announcements. Started yesterday on the 12th, and it's going to be coming on pretty much like every day or every other day with new announcements, new gameplay, new reveals. It's going to be actually pretty great. It's going to be pretty much similar to how in E3, but in a longer, more more term because you know not everything all is going to be at once it's going to be probably like a once a day type of thing it's going to be interviews with like game devs and people who work in the company on these games and stuff showing new demos showing new trailers it's actually going to be pretty cool so i'm excited for that and definitely will be keeping an eye on that um also gorilla collective will be doing their presentation june 6th at 1 p.m um they're the ones who have done it's going to be a satin sun, and there pretty much is going to be the group says 11 bit studio who made Frostpunk, Larian Studios, who also done Baldur's Gate 3, and, Ver- and Versus Evolve, which has done the Banner Saga series and the Pillars of Eternity, too. So they're going to be focusing on. You know those type of games and new announcements that's going to be coming out. They're like a, they're not. I would say they're not exactly indie, but they're kind of like in the middle between you know a a company and an indie company. It's like a medium size, so that's something to look forward to. And also, the PC gaming show, which is mostly going to be focusing on PC games, will be coming out. Their conference will be coming out June six at three p.m. So that's going to be a lot of fun. And Steam Game Festival, another thing that's been announced, that's going to be between June 9th to the 14th. Demos will go up in Steam of new games that are coming out for this year. And, and it's also it's like being a part of Summerfest, Summer Game Fest, which is actually pretty awesome. So they're kind of collaborating. And Microsoft will actually be part of this event, too, releasing some of their demos and information, which will be interesting in what they'll release, because I know Microsoft will be having their own stuff, which we'll get to in a second. CD Projekt will be having their own conference June 11th. And of course, you know, CD Projekt, one of the biggest games that are coming out right now is Cyberpunk 2077. So that's going to be a conference and I'm sure they're going to be focusing all on that. Maybe some gameplay, maybe some new trailers, maybe a new celebrity thing. You know, the Keanu Reeves thing they did back in E3 was amazing. So who knows what they're going to go with that. So I'm excited about that one. Some nice new info, some nice new gameplay. That'll be amazing. EA, of course, is going to have their own little conference thing going on. June 11th at 7 p.m. Nothing has been announced exactly what they're going to be announcing there, but let's be real. It's EA. It's going to be their sports titles, of course, and Anthem 2.0, you know, the one that, you know, they should just drop it already. But they're not going to. They're just going to keep running, beating a dead horse. So I guess let them see what they're going to come with it. So I'm sure that's going to be announced. And of course, there's a new, there's a rumor coming out that EA Access is coming to Steam, so I'm sure they'll be talking about that too. So we'll see how that comes. Of course, Ubisoft will be having their own thing, but it's not going to be in June. It's actually going to be in July, a month after usually 
what E3 would be at. Though, of course, they'll be discussing their games. Of course, they're going to be talking about Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Hopefully, we'll get some more information on Watch Dogs Legion and some of their other games, which they haven't talked much about. So hopefully, you know, we'll get some information on that. I'm sure they'll talk about the new Just Dance because like, they do that every year. So, And of course, Microsoft. They're having an event where on July, it's called at Microsoft Xbox 2020, where they're going to be focusing on their first party titles on that, showing gameplay, showing demos of their first party titles. They haven't said exactly when in July they're going to do it. But it will happen in July. It's going to be all mostly first part of times. Hopefully we'll get some gameplay and some more information on Halo Infinite, which is supposed to be the launch title for the new Xbox Series X coming out. So hopefully we'll get more information on that. They're also doing a little... They had recently had, about a week ago, they had their own Microsoft event where they did mostly indie titles with some little major titles here and there. They showed some gameplay trailers of that. And of course, next month they have another thing going on, which they haven't gone into too much detail on that. So it seems like Microsoft is doing a pretty much an all summer type of thing, it seems like. Which, you know, they're trying to amp up their new system coming out this year, so I don't blame them. So, those are what's been announced so far. Sony hasn't announced anything yet. Nintendo hasn't announced anything yet. And Bethesda just pretty much said they're not doing anything digital this year. So, we'll see what happens. Still early in the game. We'll still, I'm sure, more things will be announced. It's in May. We're in mid-May right now. So, I'm sure something will be announced. Who knows? It might not even be June. It might be July, August. We don't know. But... It's always good to get some nice new game information. And of course, as soon as that information comes out, you guys will know too.